Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. It's Friday. That's spectacular. It was pretty good, wasn't it? I thought so. Did you watch it? Well, it's going to be public today on the Schmodown channel, so make sure you check it out. All right, listen. We're not talking about Schmodown right now. We're talking about The Matrix. A lot of Matrix. A lot of Matrix. Why? Last week, we did a Matrix rewatch. Today, we do the Animatrix rewatch, which I haven't seen in a long time since it came out. And this all leads up to Matrix uh, Resurrections. And we'll be doing the, the, the next two following weeks as we get to the release of the new movie. Can't wait to do it. I've got Coy Jandrew. I've got Kate Mulligan here. We're going to be talking about that. I'm excited to do it. Let's get going. It's going to be a little bit shorter episode here today, but nonetheless, it's still an episode, so stop you whining. Let's do it. You didn't whine. I'm whining. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a big thing. It's the Animatrix. Joined, as always, by our Matrix expert, Kate Mulligan. <laughs> I was really about to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and Koi Jan. We were ready. That's right. Last week, we did the, um, the first movie, the one that started it all, kicked us all off. And now we got this one. Mm-hmm. So, Kate, you watched this one, and you were, obviously, this was the one that confused you the most. You have a lot of questions, even more questions about this <laughs> yeah. one, right? Well, listen, I got to tell you, liking something and understanding something. Difference. Don't, or, yeah, there's yeah. a difference. And I feel like I I really liked this. I yeah. really liked it. I think it's, like, visually so beautiful. There was, like, one of the, there was some animation that, like, actually, like, took my breath away. Um, I'm which trying one? to think of it. There was, uh, God, which the one The one with the it? girl when she is with the cat? That one, but yeah. also there's there was another the one like there runner? was like simple there was simple stuff yes that some was, of the runner, oh, the runner one, one yeah, was the good runner one is great. you know remind me of my and it's it's funny I wouldn't have said this obviously um, if I watched this a year ago but it reminded me of my experience when I was watching Star Wars Visions oh yeah so Star Wars Visions uh, which came out recently in Disney Plus were a lot of these different anime tales inside of Star Wars the difference though is that this those Star Wars are not canon right this is canon. This is canon to the overall story. There's stuff that ultimately plays in to the second movie. Like there's the scene. Oh, see, so, I don't know the second movie. Right, but now, but now okay. you'll know. So, okay. so you'll know. when I can tell you that when there, you know, that scene of the the or not the scene, but the the short of the, when the kid who's dreaming and then Neo yes. helps him out and, yes. he, and he jumps out the thing and ultimately doesn't die. He wakes himself up. Yes, that kid is in the second movie. 
He's, yeah, he's like an actual full-on oh, character that's full important character. to the story. Yeah, and he says, because he, he's like... You Mr. Sit, because, Popper. Because, Mr. Popper. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. because remember, Popper. he says to him at the end, he's like, you saved me. He's like, you, you helped yourself, kid. And I yes. think Neo says that to yeah. him in the actual in the movie, movie. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah, it gets repeated. And and the the metaphors in that are, are then used well in the movie. So this this does help enhance. I don't yeah. think it's like mandatory, but I think it's really no, essential. It's not mandatory. You won't lose anything if you yeah. don't watch it. But it builds. But what you do pick up, though, they don't try to shine away that it's the humans that cause all of this yes. yeah. because the robots even went to court and said, hey, look, yes. we want to figure friends. out our own thing. Yes. We want to be friends here. with you we guys. Yes. I mean, and, then they, yeah. and then they beat the piss out of them and they they destroyed them. And, they destroyed and the, the sky. Yeah. The beautiful use of wartime imagery. Like there's so many shots where they framed like iconic pieces of our, our human history. There's a lot of visuals that were like the Tiananmen Square moment yeah. or like yes, a, yes, like yes, yes. I yeah. love that they used robot imagery in human uh, aggression. That way we could feel the trauma of reliving it yeah. from the side of the robots because then you identify with yes. the robots so Subconsciously and consciously, yes. yeah. and I really enjoyed both uh, Renaissance Part One and Two. I think those are my favorites. The story of how we got here, yes. uh, and and the animation there. I I love fractals, and I love the idea of like picture and a picture and a picture and a picture as you zoom out. Because if you look at uh, microscopes going into things and macroscopes looking at the universe, it's insane how many parallels there are. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that those episodes started by zooming in through those fractal imagery and zooming out through the fractal imagery because it's kind of telling of of what we are as a species and what the story it's telling. Of, of our whole experience and they really did a great job making it traumatic there's so many moments in that that you you really don't side with team human right but then other stories where you're like ooh, those are the, those are the oppressor and that's a better war story than most war stories are told because well, there's no villain there it's it's the batman line right you yeah. live long enough to see yourself become the villain because that's exactly what happens to the machines because the machines are ultimately at first they just want to be there to please their masters. Right. And then they are given no respect. And, and then, then they, they want to be sentient and like, then, or separate. Yeah, and then they go off to and create their own nation. They, we want to be part of you guys now. And then they're told no. So the war, when the war starts, they're like, oh, well, well, fuck you guys. And then yeah. they, they wind up kicking the shit out of all of them. And, and there is like that the kind of the it very harkens back to slavery and everything that happened where the, re, the revolt against the, the owners. And, and, and then um, what happens though in this story was that, is that the, the as there's more of that evolution, look very similar like Planet of the Apes too, yeah. right? So when you look at what oh, happened, because because you're on board and and in Avatar, right? Because you're in you're on board in with Planet of the Apes with Caesar and and you are on board with the apes and you're saying, you know what? I understand why they're doing this. And right. you feel weird doing it because they're going as humans. But by the time we get to the Charlton Heston one. You're not on their side because right. they have now ultimately become the same thing that they were fighting against. Yeah. And that's what the machines have, have done yes. by the time we get to the Matrix. By the time we get to the actual Matrix, they're now breeding uh, humans for power yeah. and all that. Even though it was the humans who tried to block out the sky, they have ultimately become the villains, but they didn't start out that way. And yeah. I think they do a really good job making sure that we have an eye line throughout all of that. Because this is a really hard story to be like, who do we identify with? Yes. And the back and forth in those two animated sequences where they've got the, the government officials versus the underdog robot versus the soldiers right. versus the... There's always someone we're connecting with. And I think that's really impressive as someone that doesn't watch a lot of animation. I usually have a trouble connecting. Like there's an uncanny valley and looking at the eyes of something and not feeling like it's looking back at me. Right. In this, every single one of these uh, eight or nine uh, segments, I felt connected to that story yeah well it was it was the tie-in to the ultimate the grander story right and like there was the first two are very fascinating because it's it goes back to when morpheus is telling neo all of How this we stuff got here 
how they tried to block out this the this guy. And there is that kind of really um, daunting scene when they block out the sky and then all the government people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cheering. Yes. And you're like, oh, it's gross, yes. right? And yep. then the battles of everything that they're having, it's like, it's like there is that tie in like global warming and yeah. all that. Yeah, we feel like we've seen similar scenes. And the irony is they've used similar scenes to make us identify with the robots, but we're right. seeing similar scenes with the humans that make us identify with the, us as the enemy. Yes. Kate, so what, lots of panties. That's what I wanted to there say. Is lots, of panties. Panties. There is lots of panties. There is a lot of panties. Lots of panties. That's true. That's what I wanted to say, guys. Just every segment, almost every one, got some panties. Corey, when was the last time you watched this? Before this, it had been like a decade. Okay, I do so not same, watch this that often. Same. And I'm really, really, <laughs> well, and I'm really glad I did because it improved. Uh, I thought it was good. This was great. It it did, and but and if, and again, I think that after watching Visions, it helped even more so. But the last one. Which is the most Matrix out of all of them? And that's the one with the machine that, that they. That's when the when you yeah. they're trying to they're trying the, to reprogram the machine. No, 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 no. That's not the last one. That's not the last. The one, last no. one was the one where where the it, it looked like a video game where the where the oh yeah the where they're, they're cutting each other's the flight of Osiris is the first one on my Blu-ray. Oh, you have a Blu-ray. Okay, oh, so yeah. Flight of oh, that's Stars, why we can't talk orders then. So yeah, Flight yeah. of Osiris is my first. One. That's that's no, that's that's on HBO Max. It's the last. Oh, one. that's interesting. Yeah, I think because it ties back in. Maybe they switched it around, but <laughs> on HBO Max, it's that's the, the last. That's the one where they're one. cutting each other's clothes off. Yes. Yeah. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over fifty pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh yeah, let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great, let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Yeah, that's... Which, like, I love... So they open, they open, they open with that little, one? Little peaky peaks. Yeah, that's the first one wow. on the Blu-ray. Is it really? In, yeah. Renaissance 1 and... Renaissance that, 1 and 2. Yeah, that's our first. second. That's second and third. Oh, that's first and wow. second. So, so Flight of Osiris, I love that we got basically machines making humans sexy because we're using CGI in a movie about machines. Yeah. And then we get that entire action sequence, which I think that's why it opened the movie because you're like, you're that's the most photorealistic, so let's put people in this world. It's that, and it's also the most connected to... To the Matrix. Yes, but I think that that's, that's so probably why they end with it on the new cut because you're because you're ultimately leading into the next movie i wonder if other things because well because that whole thing because doesn't that and uh, i'm trying to remember and i have i because we're going to be doing the rewatch of the second one next week but they're the ones that got the it's it's like rogue one Right. Yes, they, they get in. They, they, they sacrifice they get, themselves. And they get it to, I think, Jada Pinkett, right? Yes. Don't they? they get the... And that all ties into the video game, which is really cool. The, the video game... Dude, the video game was dope. It was the great. The video game played, and it was canon also. Yes. It played into all that stuff. That's That one's harder for us to rewatch and play through, yeah, but exactly. I remember, I remember, I remember playing hours. that game. I yeah. love that Dude, game. and the fight... Enter the Matrix. And you literally enter the Matrix, and it's cool because you you see storylines outside the Matrix, but as soon as you plug in, you've got fight skills. Roy Jones Jr. is in that one, too. And you play as Jada Pinkett Smith. That's right. Dope. Yes, oh, I remember awesome. it. I loved it. And I, it was all canon, written by the Wachowskis. Yes, yes. Um, was the was Animatrix written by the Wachowskis? Produced. produced. No, they wrote. I they think, wrote I, some too. They wrote some, but I don't think it's all. I thought they wrote. Let me look. Uh, when I looked, when I looked I at, I was watching a lot of the credits at the end because Keanu Reeves and <laughs> he voices. Yes, he I looked up a voice that I thought I recognized, and, and so like, does oh, and Keanu. so does Trinity and yes. Carrie Moss does both. They were, because and that that one I loved the film noir one with. Yes. With I'm a Trinity, yeah, and like how he's like that guy. He's almost figured his way out, yes. and she's about to show him. And, and it's, there's so much tragedy in this entire series. The Animatrix is really sad. Like nobody really makes it through for the most part. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of, 
And and by the way, even going back to the, what oh, was they, they are attached uh, attached to all. That's what I thought. Yeah, you're right. That's what I thought. Um, because this was this was supposed to be a direct connect, t- connective tissue, to in, right into that second movie. Um, right. Yeah, because it was it was this this basically because there's so much inside of it that it shows you how all the shit went down in the first place. Then it shows you people that are actually in the matrix that don't know how to get that right. don't know they're in the matrix. Right. Like there's also establishing that rule of the runner that you guys just yes. mentioned yeah. of how you he can. pops out of the matrix without even having a red or blue pill that it's, yeah. it's not, it's not common, but it happens. Um, and they established kind of all these rules. I would have liked to seen them do some of those stories. I want I an HBO Max series out of this. That would have been cool too. We but can do that now. You can do that, but I also think that they're probably going to do a matrix series to tying into whatever this movie is sure but you could do these little one-off stories like to build yeah. the world up like but, i would love to see an anthology yeah. imagine like a twilight zone matrix would have been great but that i would have rather do it i would have rather seen some of the stories that they told in this oh in instead the, in of the, two or three. Oh, that's well that's what i i keep hearing that's what it was supposed to be i think these were stories they'd been intending to tell should have done it because i mean even the samurai scene felt like yeah. it was programmed in the matrix and that would have been mistake. a story they could have done yeah because yeah, two and three you'll see i'm not the same. i don't know what if i love it guys you might i'm ha- I'd be happy for it. it's I not will. it's yeah so i think when you watch two You'll enjoy it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed two more than I remembered because of how much three tarnished me. Like you said last yeah. week, two was affected by three to yes. the point where I was like, wait, does two own? And I then know. three happened. I was like, oh, I'm back. Yeah. Like, I'm back to that <laughs> sadness. <laughs> but what I will tell you though is after you watch the second one, then look up Will Ferrell. Oh um, my god! Key master, visa okay, okay. visa visa. But Animatrix, Argo, uh, Argo. Visa, it's an uh, it's a TRL, no, the MTV Music it's Awards, MTV skit, music and it is transcendent. Yes. Yeah, you, you gotta watch. You gotta watch the okay. movie watch the movie first. first. Yeah, because okay. much like scary movie, you'll see Bullet Time very differently it's, after. It's hilarious. Uh, Argo visa 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 Argo. It's some of his best not SNL work. Period. Yeah. Uh, that being said, Animatrix for me was uh, the first time I thought I want TV adaptations of things I've seen in movies. Because yeah. to me, watching all of these in 03 or 04, I was like, oh, give me a serialized bit of content. Give me this world being a more immersive. Then yeah. they gave us the video game, and I was like, this is such a comic book like expansive yeah. world. And the Wachowskis come from comic books. They well, were that's comic why books. I asked uh, you about the Flatosaurus because I didn't remember that one at all. Um, and I also was like, did they just add this recently? Because it looks, I just wa- re- recently watched um, The Polar Express. Mm-hmm. And that movie came out around the same time. that Very early two- CGI, yeah. And they're similar as far as how they look, right? And the it hadn't gotten there yet. And I didn't think that the, I didn't think that the tech was there yet at that point, but clearly it was. But because it looked, to, I relate i liked this one the best mm-hmm. yeah and it wasn't and, and i don't know if it's i'm not i'm not a massive anime fan i just i appreciate it i think that it's gorgeous i just it's sometimes it sometimes it loses me like in in visions there was like a a, a, a bunny rabbit that was talking and jumping around and people are like oh but that's classic anime i'm like i don't like classic anime. right yeah, yeah. Like it just was well, it didn't it didn't work um the story itself was beautiful but i don't talk- like bunny rabbit i don't like dog I don't and rabbit in my movies um, but there was a lot, but, but this anime though, I will say there's not, a, there's no talking bunny rabbits. Um, it feels real and you're really immersed. You, you are. It's and great. there's yeah. a really disturbing, um, image where one of the machines is, is like cyborg and, and dressed uh, and basically has become a woman. Yeah. That scene is so traumatic and they, they destroy her. They kill yeah. her. They yeah. beat her. They, and it's, it's, it is, it is disturbing. Yeah. Those um, two back to back. And then the, the, 
the shot in the face yeah. with the explosion yeah. out, which is all, uh, like yeah. all of that. Yeah. Is well, you so feel you feel sympathy for the machines in those first. Oh yeah. Two, or in your case, the, the <laughs> two second two, two and three. <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot that they set up very well. But you understand their anger and their angst, and you you, you get it. Um, but I'm trying to think. The other ones that really stood out was the flight of Saurus one, the one where they tur- the the turning of the robot. And that was turn- the last one on mine. That and was I've the got, last I've one. Got okay. the second. That was yeah, our second that to was last. Our second to last. Yes. Okay, so yeah. maybe the middle is in the same order. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It seems like I think they just moved that around for some reason, but probably because to to lead you into the, the new, next movie because it, it is even listed on uh, Wikipedia as the order I have. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, HBO, yeah. Max. HBO Max. Lied to us. They changed it up. Shenanigans. And, and I and I bet you that they were very aware that people are going to basically do what we're doing and start watching these movies yeah. tying and into it, it, and they want to connect it that way. And I wouldn't be surprised if Lana Wachowski was like, "Order it this way." Yeah, because this is that, relevant because that ties into it. In general, the the one I enjoyed, I think the most now versus the first time was Kid Story, which is the one that oh, ties directly into Reloaded. Well. Yeah. It is yeah, such a special favorite. experience to really reframe our reality and really put like uh, feeling oppressed and feeling yeah. outsider, like we talked about the Matrix, and freeing your mind in that way. And well, he I, takes Neo's spot. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if that would get made today. Um, because you know, we, we have a lot more commentary on mental health and suicide and and those things. And it is, it is a very interesting thing to look at it in that way. Obviously, uh, not knowing what reality is versus that suicidal choice. Like it's, it's a very jarring experience of me being a person who doesn't know if there's anything after death, wondering what that experience is like for people watching this that have a certain religious connotation or people that are a certain way, like what that, that one means to them. Because yeah. yeah. that is very clearly like espousing suicide for freedom. It yeah. is. Yeah, it's it true. It's true. It's a good point. Um, and it is. It's another one that's also pretty devastating overall because you're like, even the teacher who's chasing him around, like yes. you don't know if he's in on it, right? Yeah, and, like, you, and he has agent moments where they they frame yeah, him with not, the agent. Yeah, glasses. but he's, he's not. Guy, but he's an authority he's figure. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, and and they they kind of uh, you know put this in all the movies is the 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 suit the the buttoned up like Neo going from yeah. clean cut and suited to like you know obviously now in the fourth one he's full like long hair and bearded, but you see the John relaxation. Wick. He's John Wick, but we see the relaxation yeah. of of the characters yeah. and any authority figure in these is more robot like. Right. Is more of the oppressive. Right. I don't remember. And then, and the new one is he wearing the potato sack again? Is Neo wearing that potato sack sweater that they? Sometimes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh you in mean, the real you world? Mean in the real world? I'm not yeah. sure. I don't. We haven't seen a lot of him in the real world in the trailer. You see, you see him got, a couple yeah, times. I got questions about the you real see world a couple times. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious. But the question is, who is washing their asses out in there? Because they got to wash your ass out in, in the future. With all those panties, you really got to make sure it's yeah. clean. When you've got panties the way that this place has, uh oh, you got to do it to get the man his glasses. Uh oh, see him. Okay. Oh, there we go. Behind the scenes. I got it. I got it. Listen, you know what you got to do? I wanted to give my family and friends something more memorable than just a gift card this holiday season. But it can be tough to think of a meaningful gift. Trust me, I'm terrible at gifts. I want to give something useful yet unique, cool, yet eco-friendly, techie, but actually affordable. Hello, Tushy. The Hello, Tushy bidets tick all of those boxes. If you're buying for a lot of family members, hello, Tushy. Bidets are a great gift for your eco-conscious cousin, your neat freak sister, your farty dad, and anyone who poops. That's everyone. So we all deserve a better clean while contributing to a healthier planet. You want to talk about that gift that keeps on giving? Hello, Tushy. Hello, Tushy Bidet. It'll clean your butt way better than wiping. It cuts your toilet paper down that use by 80%. It saves trees and all the thousands of gallons of waters used to convert them into toilet paper. And it comes with a book full of poop jokes. I'm in. 
<laughs> all right. So what did it do? Uh, well, well, first of all, this bidet when it was sent to me, man. I was like, I don't know if I'm able to do this. Ten minutes. Done. And you feel classy. <laughs> you really do feel classy. It's like, oh, what are you doing? You're wiping your butt with a pizza with a, with a towel? Stupid. I'm, I'm not me. I got water washing my butt. Washes your butt with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. You simply spray it and then you pat it dry. You might as well just start speaking in, in, in an English accent afterwards. You're going to feel so nice about yourself. Or French. It attaches to your existing toilet. No electrician or plumber needed. It installs in less than eight minutes. It cuts down your TP. That TP is toilet paper and it's used by 80%. 80% it's going to cut it down by. Saving money and paper waste. Make the restroom, ready for this, your best room. <laughs> with the complete tushy system including the tushy bidet attachment the ottoman the, to- the toilet brush and tushy stand and tissues join those millions of hello tushy customers right now who take care of their yule logs the dignified way give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash big thing tag us tag me and Hello Tushy on social media so we can celebrate your clean butt. That's hellotushy.com slash big thing for 10% off and free shipping. Hello Tushy. All right. Hello Tushy. Oh, don't That's what I kept whoa, saying. That's whoa. what I kept saying don't during the animation. Don't stop talking dirty. I guess, yeah. you, I, guess, I guess you wouldn't be dirty. That's talking clean. Very talk. clean. Very clean talk. Very clean talk. Hello Tushy. Yeah. Hello Tushy. Do you think they'll do another animatrix I think if it does well enough, it's a great way to sell side stories. And I, I really think this is one of the best anthology and animations I've ever seen. It's a great it's one. It's so investing. I, I how it's really care about HBO Max. It's a great point that you make, though, earlier, too. I wonder if... So I just had a conversation recently with someone about, like, the Old Republic in Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, as you know, I've talked about how I prefer the shows for Star Wars now over movies. Sure. However, I do think if they did, like, an Old Republic three Old Republic movies then lead into a series yeah. establishing that time, that could work because we don't know much about that time. I feel like they could do the same thing for Matrix now because you have basically put two and three in the rear view and you're reestablishing and rebooting and resurrecting the franchise with this new movie depending yeah. on how they set it up. And if it's done well... Use all your mediums. Yeah. And if it's done well, give me a, give me a series. Yeah. Why and I, I really think they should because it it's such a, it's more topical now than in 99. What, yeah. Like I said last week, between web one and web three, it's always right on the edge of being prophetic. If Resurrections is as good as I think it's going to be, we're going to need more outlets to tell all these stories because arguably now we're in more of a cautionary tale because we're further along. We're inventing robot dogs. We're inventing things that are in Crazy. these anime movies. Yeah. Like things that are in these movies are happening live and that's yeah. terrifying. It's, it's funny how you can predict the future that way through technology. I remember being, I must have been third grade, and I'll never forget this. And it was so foreign and not real that you'd be able to buy your groceries on at home and just get them delivered to your house. And it was so, it was so futuristic. Yeah. And and this is like third grade. I remember whatever story this was. It was like people would order stuff and order online, order wherever they would, and they would order it, and it people and it would it would come to them. And I like that. My mom goes that's to Wallbound. It's crazy. And then it just, that short story, and I think that story was written in like the 70s or something, yeah. whatever it was. And it's amazing how you can, like, it's scary because there, this is not the only story that talks about AI. You listen to Elon Musk. Terrified. DARPA is co-founding a technology where there are robots that can now reproduce on their own. 
as yeah. of this week, they've announced publicly, which means it's two years ago because there's always stuff that's like way more advanced than what they're releasing to the public. There are robots that are able to reproduce without our assistance. That is the end. That, well, that's what they're doing in the in this in the animatrix. That's what I'm saying. It's happening in the now. animatrix. There, there's <laughs> that that sign with the, I think it's the second one or third for you where they're. Do you see that line where they're evolving? Yeah, they're creating their they're own creating AI their own, and they're, they're, making, they're, yes. they're evolving. Yeah, leading yeah. up to their big, like, we, we've controlled the economy, we're willing to share. Right. And then, and that's also happening. Look at NFTs, look at cryptocurrency. Right, right. We're, we're doing this uh, unregulated blockchain, so we separate from our governments, which is important for us to separate from our governments. But in separating from our governments, we're separating from our humanity in that we lose everything if a bunch of ones and zeros goes down. Right. If you if you look back at Fight Club, my other favorite movie, um, the end of that movie is about destabilizing the government by destabilizing the financial power of the government by wiping all of our credit out to zero. That's all going to happen way easier now if there is no baseline. We got rid of the, the gold standard in the 70s where a dollar could be traded in for a dollar worth of gold. That did nothing to the economy. We were just like, we trust the government enough that it's the same. If we now have a bunch of people telling us what the dollar is worth and then someone just goes, boop, there's no more money. Right. There's so many people getting ripped off because they're buying like coins and things that aren't legit and then people just steal their money. That's only going to exponentially increase the more we have deregulated, which is important, but there's got to be a balance. Yeah. So if money's now make-believe, we're screwed. And like this is the beginning of the Manimatrix. I mean, there's a lot of that. Are you are you an NFT guy? I'm a I'm a crypto casual and right. I'm aware of NFTs to the point where I'm keeping an eye on them, but I feel like it's like the beanie baby era where yeah, yeah, yeah. things are going to be worth a lot right now. Yeah. I do think there's going to be a time when everything's an NFT. I think there's going to be a time where like getting a movie ticket, it's going to be a non-fungible token which is blockchain shared across the internet so no one can copy it. But I'm personally still like I don't want to own the Mona Lisa on my phone. Cause you just take a snapshot. Like right. I'm not sure of the value for me of non tangible goods because I'm such a, like believe in this yeah. world as much as I don't believe in this world, but I believe in like tangible. Yes. So like I buy my comic books to hold because yes. I can resell that comic. I don't understand how Marvel and DC sell their digital comics for $4 and their analog comics for $4. You can't resell that digital comic. Right. I can resell my tangible comic. Right. So my monkey brain can't go like NFT worth anything. Like I'm not able to process that yet, but I'm keeping an eye on it for the day. It becomes more, uh, of an element to me. And where are you on panties? I love them, okay. but I need a tushy to make sure I can wear them. Okay. Uh, right, you exactly. know, very important. Uh, True. Yeah, silk is is especially well, my, my you, lacy. Well, that's not that's a different movie. Where, <laughs> where, I was gonna say that's where, bound by the Wachowskis, the, which I also recommend. Where do you? <laughs> Where do you stand on Magic Spoon? That's how I fit in my panties. Through Magic Spoon, 100%. <laughs> Magic Spoon, ladies and gentlemen, Magic Spoon. It is, uh, it's, it's delicious. And growing up, cereal is the best part of everybody's life. It's a kid, but you got to give it up. Why? Because it's full of sugar and it's just junk that you shouldn't eat. You want to try to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food? Sure, but then you can't eat anything anymore. You tried the protein shakes. You did the powder. But now there is a delicious way to get your protein before workouts. Everybody tries to eat better, but healthy breakfast, it doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors that you love, but without all the bad stuff. Listen to this. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It's a variety pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. I love the peanut butter and the cocoa. I'm getting to the, the fruity and the frosted soon. I'm going to start. I'll probably be raving about that soon. But right now, I'm, I'm hooked on the peanut butter and the, and the chocolate. 
Go to magicspoon.com slash big thing, grab a variety pack, and try that today. And be sure to use our promo code big thing at checkout and save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash big thing and use that code big thing. Save $5 off. Thank you so much to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. All right. I got one more thing that's really important to me if we got yes. time. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. So in the, the flight of the Osiris, the first or last, depending on your edition, um, I've noticed a lot of criticism about the opening being so, like, they wasted time with that instead of getting to the action. And, like, the, the, the uh, sexual uh, dance of, of... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was reading reviews oh. today because I was curious how people had received it over the oh, years. Okay. So I was reading I some... I was like, Kristen's trying to see if they have that opening scene on the... I'm on fucking... The, they I'm do, the Oculus. Oh, that's, they, they do. Why, why was the door locked before you... <laughs> <laughs> so, so between people saying, like that was a waste of of like tech and stuff and then the end of the movie for me matriculated was the last one where it was uh, us trying to show the value of humanity to the robot us trying to ironically the beautiful juxtaposition is in the matrix we are convinced of our humanity being important by machines and in this short it's us trying to convince machines of the importance of humanity like they're they're very intentionally inverse but i loved how sexually charged matriculated was because one of the things that separates us from machines is we're not just replicating we we experience great joy and freedom through sex and we experience this this passionate flow state come on kate (laughs) yeah you got kids that's not worth it got to be important but i i so that's, uh, with, that's why it's not important it's a anymore fucking chore. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a fucking chore. i hate doing but what what's so interesting to me is is we have as as our culture shunned sex more and more because i've talked about it on many many shows like we were founded by puritans and we've stayed much more a religious yeah, country yeah. than we actually think we are like we swear in a bible and shit like we claim we're not this thing that we are and then you've got people like the wachowskis who have transitioned from being men to women and clearly are very pro-sex through all of their work and are very pro-sex work and they're very pro that freedom and I, I mean we have different sex but when I when I'm having sex and it's this flow state of almost escapism it's almost drug like it's almost euphoric and it's almost visually inducing it's interesting to me that we have that tied to the robots to such a level of this is the thing that makes us human that's the Zion rave in and you'll yeah. see in the second one there's that's such that element and I wonder how other audiences in other countries look at us going like no sex we can only show beheadings but not tits and then you look at movies like this that are like this is how you free your mind this is how you escape and whether or not that resonates to other cultures as strongly because it is such a foundational part of what separates us from the machines like i imagine in europe they're like yeah we we don't it's not a big deal bro like why is this a thing for you but it's us being so stifled as a society that i think makes the matrix resonate so much more here if that makes sense 100 percent does i mean i think that's there's it goes back to exactly what we're talking about last week with with this movie all those themes are in this animatrix for sure it's it stays consistent that's why i had so much hope going into the second movie (laughs) because it's like oh okay well they they haven't missed a beat yeah they didn't miss a beat like everything that they that they set up with the speeches from morpheus or stuff from the oracle or things you heard from the agents it's all right here in this animatrix thing so obviously this is all they gonna play it. in they, they just try to do too much and it's amazing that with all the stuff that they do in these nine shorts yeah. they fit so much in yeah. it's in, only an hour and 40 minutes i know and, and it's and it really and it and it works very well and i don't know if people have seen 
the full Animatrix. You can watch it on HBO Max. Apparently um, in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah. Mix it up. I know. I wonder why they change it up. I'd like to get an answer for that. I need answers. Yeah. <laughs> Lana, explain I need, yourself. I need, I need answers for sure. Lily, what do you have to say for what yourself? What did you do? Yeah. What did you do? Does anybody, so any other closing? Yeah, Kate? no, I would say if I lived in Europe, I would also probably still not enjoy sex right now. Yeah. Just Come on, Kate. Come on. <laughs> but, kidding, as far, kidding, but as far as it is. I feel like it is so, I feel like it is a visually um, captivating series. I, I also didn't know it was shorts until I started watching okay. it. Oh, interesting. Um, because I, it's called the, you're like, you got to watch the Animatrix. Right. And so, so to me, I'm like, that's one, one entity. Yeah, like, that's one entity. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to be a, so I loved it. And I also, I don't feel like all of the artists were the same. It felt no, a lot like different. visions that yes. there was different artists yeah. for the shorts. Well, certainly yeah. with the Osiris ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all it was nine segments, eight artists. Because yeah. there's a part one, part two to the Renaissance. Right, the rest right. were all different. And I just felt like it was, I don't know, I just really loved watching it. And I actually was thinking how, I know weed's not your thing, but I would love to watch it high too. Oh, it's just so beautiful, yeah. like sober. It's a gorgeous, and and I like that they kept the music. There's a lot yeah. of the music, and it's subtle when the music comes in for the for the Matrix. And that the film noir one was really great. I think that the, I don't know which one. I think the one I liked probably the least, and not even that I disliked it. Just like the least was probably the one with the cat. Same, house same here. Yeah, it just it was doing a purpose of explaining Yuki. the glitches and stuff, but yeah. it didn't like yeah. it felt a little long, and the rest yeah. didn't for me. Yeah, yeah, that was it was just dragged out a little bit. It, it kind of reminded me of. Uh, Thor Dark World when they go into that, that space where they keep like throwing yeah the and the, the truck the just thing. floating and stuff yeah, I yeah that. it reminded me of that but, but um, each one handled a differently philosophical quandary and that one is about you know the, the, the disparate worlds and all those things so I, yeah. I like that if you looked at them individually you still get a journey and if you watch yes. it as a whole you get yes. like this philosophical lesson in, in the concepts of the Matrix and I really appreciated Renaissance 1 and 2 because I was like so oh beautiful. now I understand how we got to where we got because like truly if we were to watch it in order you yeah would watch which we thought about doing with you Remember yeah, we, 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 we like the first two. We, it would have been too confusing if you watched that first. Right, I yeah. agree. But that if you once I watch everything, I might watch Renaissance one and yes. two, and yes. then I might watch The Matrix, yes. and then I might, or you know, leading up to opening night while having sex. Well, yeah, yeah. while. <laughs> Having very boring casual doing, doing my there's, duty. There's some toys. I'll I'll, I'll tell you places. Listen, I got you. I'll, I'll, I I'll help used you out. to really enjoy it. And I'm just too fucking tired. <laughs> I'm just too tired. There, I already have so many people touching my body all day long. It's my kids. Right. <laughs> just to be clear, yeah. I just want. I just want. I just want to be able to free I your mind. To play, I just want to sit down and play Breath of the Wild. Right. And like. Kill. That's what I'm encouraging. Is you getting some Breath of the Wild, Kate? I'm trying to get you to free your I, mind, sex. Listen, she I, doesn't need it anymore. I don't. Need it anymore. <laughs> I, I got. I, I, I had got enough of Breath of the Wild. I've, although I got to tell you, I'm like a couple months away from turning forty, and I hear I'm gonna oh. get a second wind in my forties. Oh. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. That's exciting. Well, it's not ironic. It's something you don't like. You're looking forward to like. Yeah, it I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the joy. Perfect. All right. <laughs> So before we go, one last thing for everybody here too, and this is something. Now I talked to Koi about this one, Fitbod. So I have all the energy for the sex I'm talking about. That's right. Fitbod. Since I've been talking about this, more people, I get a lot of people have been signing up for this one. People really love Fitbod. Don't get stuck doing the same workouts. You want to make progress towards the future. It means overcoming new challenges. This is what Fitbod does. It creates a fitness program that can continually adapts with new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjusts to how you're progressing. So you'll be challenged to meet your goals at your own pace. Perfection's an illusion, everybody. There's always a higher level to strive for that looks different for everyone, especially when it comes to fitness. There is no perfect body that everyone can achieve, but what we can do is continually become a better version of ourselves. 
No workout is one size fits all. FitBod creates a fitness program that continually adapts to you. So you stay challenged with new exercise pacing and intensity based on where you are and where you want to be. It's a lot of great stuff with this app too. It's great that you can pick workouts tailored to the equipment that you have and the goals that you have. The app has very clear and easy follow instructions. For me, I like how it balances the muscle groups and you just recover real quick after the next workout. So you, you, as soon as you use it enough, you'll feel stronger, faster, thanks to just the personal training in general. That You normally get bored of workouts. I know I do. The, the, the routines, the same ones. But FitBod, what they do is they keep things fresh. FitBot helped me work out every muscle group without overworking any of them. FitBot understands the path to achieving best looks is different for everyone, whether you're exercising three days a week or twice a day. Every workout is scientifically proven to be better than the last. And the workouts are balanced to avoid overworking muscles with varied ex- exercises to keep you sharp. Personal training can be tough on the budget. FitBot's only $12.99 a month or $79.99 a year. Sign up now. You're going to get 25% off your membership. Pick up that pace on the fitness journey with FitBod today, and your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership. That's fitbod.me slash live. All right, let's wrap it up here, kids. Overall, last thoughts on Animatrix? Better than I remembered. Yes. Better than the sequels. Uh, I think it's actually better than Reloaded, and I, I had thought comparable to Reloaded. I think in this review, uh, it's actually better than Reloaded, and I'm someone that struggles with animation, and this weirdly while having me identify with robots when I usually feel disconnected from animation because I don't identify with the humans made me identify with the humans and the robots more enough that it's one of my favorite animes. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you? I caught none Final, of Final thoughts? Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> but? Absolutely beautiful. Uh, no, I, ju- I think that there's still, like, I think this, is, I feel like all of, all of the Matrix content is really ripe for a rewatch yeah. for me. That makes me so happy. Like, yeah. you know, to, to pick up more things. Like, the fact that I even missed, like, a very big plot point. <laughs> we discussed that. <laughs> like, I was like, how come he doesn't die? And you guys were like, because he didn't believe it. You've seen it once. We've seen it probably. We've seen it so many times. So you will watch it again. You'll start yeah. to see. You'll pick think, up, you will pick up way more. And I more. think I feel that way about the Animatrix, too. I'll watch it again and again yeah. and again. I, well, then, I am very curious to see how you're going to feel about next week. Because yeah. there, I have to tell you that many times when we talk about two and three, I get a lot of comments. I'm sure I'll get it on this video. And I'm sure we got a lot last week about people who really enjoy two and three. Mm-hmm. Really? There are, I mean, it's not one of those movies that's, oh, terrible. Yeah. Like, some people really like it. Um, but I'm curious to think, we're going to be back for the second movie next week. And if you didn't do this already, please do it. Please subscribe and hit that notification button. Anytime we have a new episode of The Big Thing, that's where it is. So please go and check that out. That subscribe button brand new to the channel please do that we've got reviews we've got a whole bunch of things and uh if you didn't check it out the spectacular it's up today it's up today so make sure you check that out as well all right thank you to both koish andrew and to kate mulligan we will be back next week ladies and gentlemen excited to keep talking so let's get the hell out of here peace out I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, doctor, isn't there anything you can do? I'm not a miracle worker, Sheila. 
I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.